exactly. 8.37 here in the morning show, and I am joined by Matt Jacobson on the Newsmaker line. Matt, good morning, and welcome to the WMT Morning Show. Um, he is the founder and CEO of the Sears Global Business School. Uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. You might have seen some of his articles in Marketing Magazine, uh, Wealth Creator, Business Builders, and a statistic that you have, Matt, for us that is just scary, and, and I need you to help me get a wrap my head around this u.s colleges in comparison to world-class international universities are up to a thousand percent more expect ex- expensive take twice as long to graduate their students and require years of classes that have no relevance to a student's career what the hell is going on <laughs> <laughs> g'day doug thanks so much for the introduction huh? and you pronounced sir very well so thanks so much Good, you're um Actually, yes, you're right. There's a number of challenges that create barriers for students in America to access higher education. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the thing, things that we're really trying to achieve is how to get more people into college that have a dream of a college degree. But you asked about the stats, and that's not a typo. Um, we work with British world-class accredited centuries-old universities right. delivering online degrees mm-hmm. right here in the U.S. And U.S. equivalent colleges are 1,000% more expensive. Um, that means that you can get a full MBA or a bachelor's degree for something like $14,000. That's everything. No other textbook fees, admin fees, application fees, compared to typically around $120,000 minimum You know, at uh, U.S. colleges and going up if you're talking about more prestigious colleges, but the average price in the U.S. is $120,000. So that's on the pricing, but then you asked about some other things like relevance and time, and I'm happy to go into that as well if you like. Yeah, we can do that. I just need to get an understanding of why this has happened to you in the United States when, I mean, look, we've got a, it's supposed to be a, quote, free open market, more so than most European markets, which are semi-democratic socialists in a lot of places, Yet here, it's not the market driving the price, in my opinion. Do you have an idea of why that's happening? There's a couple of reasons for it. And what you said is actually so interesting because it's not really talked about. But, you know, I'm, you can probably tell from my accent, not originally from America. Yeah, really you're from you know, Atlanta, aren't you? Is that where you're from? Okay. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit further. Just go kind of all the way over the Pacific and you'll kind of reach, reach Australia. But, um, You know, you come here as an outsider and you think America just, you know, flies the banner of independence and freedom and free will and freedom of expression and all of those great, great qualities. But when it comes to higher education, there's actually no freedom whatsoever. It is the most regulated system. You have to do years of college credits. If you want to be a graphic designer or you want to be an accountant, you're being told you have to take medieval history classes and Latin dance classes and foreign language classes (laughs) that take years to do. And they cost a fortune and you have no choice. And if someone says, but, you know, I want my own kind of independent freedom of choice and I don't want to study calculus, a college will say, well, okay, that's your choice then to just not come to our college and not graduate. But you can't actually do a program designed to fit around your individual needs. So that's one problem. All of those general credits mean that you don't have flexibility in the U.S. system. You have actually much more flexibility in international systems. You can choose to just study things that you're interested in. But in the U.S., you have other complicating factors as well. You've just got this, like, price war where what are you paying for in the U.S.? You're paying for lazy rivers, climbing walls, sporting facilities, 
And that's great. If you love it, fantastic. Go to an awesome college and pay for those things and use them. But 90% of kids don't use them, but they still all have to pay the cost of those facilities. And again, international schools are more about you're coming in to learn and get a great education, and that's it, and you're not getting all of those frills. Matt Jacobson joining us here on The Morning Show, and Front Desk Sue, who's appropriately named, I think you can figure out what Front Desk Sue does for a living and who she is. Um, she puts up a note to me. First of all, she's shaking her head vigorously and then giving me the <laughs> it costs lots of money sign, and then she shows me a note that says, and then senior year, you can't get the class that you need to have in order to graduate, because all their concentration are on these junk classes that are meant to promote, quote, of the liberal arts. We're graduating. I mean, man, I'm going to tell you my opinion here, like you asked for it. I think that we are in the business in the United States now of educating people who are professional grievance mongers. These are people, for the most part, that's what they're doing now. I mean, when you have... Separate, now they're doing this whole complete separation of, of dormitories for people of color. They're doing graduation ceremonies designed for different people, peoples of color, different income specifications. We're turning up people who are pro- professional protesters and grievance makers and not professionals that have an actual education in anything. Well, you know, I, I think the comments that you're making are really, really interesting and, you know, go to the heart of some of the root problems with education, which is that we should be catering to the individual. We should absolutely be catering to diversity and inclusion. So that is something that is a real positive in education. But, you know, the point that Sue made, and I'll start with that, around you can't get into classes, this is why it takes twice as long to do an American college degree compared to doing a world-class British university degree, a Dessert University of East London degree, or a Dessert University of Wales degree. Why? Because it's called in the US a four-year college degree. Yeah. Someone should take you know, action around misrepresentation in the marketplace because it's called a four-year college degree. Now, if you stop someone in the street and said, how long do you think a four-year college degree takes? They go, um, four years? Oh. Well, it doesn't. The average college completion is five to six years. No, and and that's something I was reading. There's a study that I was talking about the other night on another program. The millennials right now, they're graduating six years. That's how long they take to get a four-year degree now. Correct. And it's because of what Sue said. So you have to take all these mandatory classes that actually don't provide any value and relevance to your career anyway, but you have to take them. And then you can't get into those classes because you have to schedule them and you can't perfectly align every credit you need from French literature to that medieval history class in the semester you need to graduate within four years. So universities and colleges now, they won't even tell you their graduation rates in four years because students don't graduate in four years. They'll tell you, oh, we'll, we'll give you quotes on our graduation rates in six years. Now, in the UK, with online degrees, and, you know, that's what we do, but not just us, any UK institution, in fact, any European institution, you can do a full bachelor's degree in three years, and it's really three years. But the UK is even going the other way. The government is promoting and incentivizing universities and students 
to accelerate their degree. And that's so they a, can sm- finish in that's a very three. smart thing. I apologize, Matt. I've got to run because I'm up against heartbreak because we've got to get to the next program. I only got so much time. Where do people find more about Desir Global Business School and what you do, Matt Jacobson? Thanks, Doug. Just go to desir.education, D-U-C-E-R-E.education, and you can check out all the programs and, you know, affordable options. So glad I had the opportunity to talk to you today. Matt, thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, be well, okay? You too. Thanks, Doug. All right, will do.